How are you guys doing today? My name is Vincent. And I'm Francis. And I'm glad you could join us today for some late night chill vibes. The podcast where philosophy, life, and existing as human beings can become a casual discussion. In this episode, we will be talking about self-care and selfishness. We think that they are related and we'll talk about why. We'll talk about if there's a line between them and what happens when you make the cross from one to another. And we'll talk about communication and its role in taking care of yourself. All right, Francis, let's start vibing, shall we? Let's do it. All right, so Francis, let's talk about the difference and possibly similarities maybe of self-care and selfishness but first of all what does what is self-care what does that mean to you i think it means um when you're able to take yourself out of a situation so first of all i think that it should be in the context of a situation that's very stressful and very uh high paced where you really have to try and connect with your body and connect with yourself to allow yourself to exist in that environment for you know a a given period of time so what self-care is to me is just taking yourself out of there really uh reconnecting with yourself so that you can just be thrown back in yeah i agree with that Uh, i'm just going to read what it says on google the practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's own health um so I don't, there's nothing, there's nothing that we can really disagree on but for the word and the meaning of self-care, uh, other than like the difference between that and selfishness. But like you said, for me, self-care is when you take, you kind of take a step back from the situation and allow yourself to uh, reconnect with yourself in a way so that you can come back into the situation with a healthier mind um, and health and healthier outlook. And like last week we talked about self-esteem so taking taking those steps for self-care improves self-esteem in like what kind of situations for you is the most stressful so that you have to it just it, you just have to do self-care like tests i yep. hate tests they're the worst i'm not, <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna lie i could have guessed that i don't know why i even asked that i was i could have guessed. no that. but you know what's worse than tests is presentations oh really god damn really? yeah i hate I didn't presentations that from you no yeah like beforehand um i'm a wreck especially if it's like if it's not my turn right away or actually even if it is my turn right away that anticipation and um my heart just it's ter- it's terrible like it hates it when it comes to emotions in your heart and just uh and the physiological reactions to your environment and things for me your my heartbeat is so is is such a is such a strong uh dictator i guess in 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 that whole like emotional uh a reaction that i have like if my heartbeat goes and it goes crazy then i'm just then i'm a wreck like it, it's just like a it's like a it's like a spiral it goes and and it just keeps building the feeling but yeah that happens when i like right before presentation that's understandable i mean everyone i feel like uh, it's different for everyone, but um, I, I never expected that from you for presentations. Because I remember, like, you ran for school president in elementary school, and for yeah. some reason, I'm still <laughs> I'm still attached to that, like, totally outgoing, like, not scared of talking in front of anyone kind of Francis. But mm. yeah, you know, I I wasn't expecting that. Um, I guess for me now, my parents now 
they listen to this podcast. And my brother sent me a video of them listening oh. to this podcast <laughs> while they're cooking food. Okay. And um, so there's a piece of me that's going to be that wants to be careful what I say, just so I don't like, you know, give them too much ammunition next time I see them. Um, right. But that makes sense. You know, uh, obviously a heartbreak is for me, it's like um, the best time for self-care. Now, for me, like heartbreaks, they're, they come in all different forms. But when there's a time where I get rejected or or just like let down or disappointed or anything like that, um, going into that, going back into that situation right away, it feels like wrong because you're not in the right headspace. So I think for me, those times would be the best times to practice self-care. Just the word itself, what is selfishness? Like like uh, like how I define self-care, I think there's like part of the definition of selfishness has to do with your environment because definitely selfishness doesn't happen by some oneself. It happens between many people and you have to be selfish against somebody else or against another group of people for it to be selfish. You can't really be selfish against yourself. You have to be selfish against another another person or a group of people. So I agree that it's selfish it's selfishness when it's against a group of people like someone else but i think selfishness can also be a part like it could be against yourself too and we talked about this in the warm-up i just brought it up quickly because i know we want to talk about this again later but um selfishness from your future self maybe like if you want to if you're doing something and you're like okay i'm gonna just not do this anymore because i want to do this other thing so in a way that is Right, that's selfish. Because then what if your future self would have been like, I should have done that. Like, why did I not think of doing doing that thing? Um, so you're kind of robbing yourself uh, from like a different kind of path or potential. So would you say in that case, that's there can be a line or there can be a thing of selfishness between yourself? Yeah, that kind of shifted my perspective a little bit. I mean, definitely, yeah. Like if you... If you have the if you have the resources, the mental resources to do something that would further yourself, it's limiting when you choose not to. Obviously, like why would yes, you? Limiting. Why would you not to? But um, I think here is where we can start drawing that line between selfishness and self care. Like, yeah. it's warranted sometimes when you need to do something, and it's it could really benefit you. But there's something like that's part of your situation that that makes that thing that you're doing like not worth it at all because it might you know affect your mental health to a really high degree or Mm -hmm. it might ruin some relationships that you have that you value more than uh the thing that you're doing maybe so yeah definitely selfishness can exist towards yourself there's a lot of things that you have to consider that's why that's why this conversation between the line of self-care and selfishness um it's something i haven't heard like ever i don't think anyone's ever talked about the line in between the two i mean i'm sure that there are people out there that have talked about this but we're not really in that media space i guess you could say um so this is like in a way for us it's kind of like a totally new uh idea um francis you have the word complacent here when it comes to self-care i think is just like another word or another way to define the whole idea of self-care versus selfishness it's it's like saying that you're in a perpetual state of self-care and whatever happens whether it be good or bad you kind of just brush aside 
So yeah, I think selfishness and self-care has to do with complacency because you uh, are just too satisfied with where you are and that's too much yeah that's the that's the definition of complacency so i guess how that relates to to self-care and selfishness is that it's a selfish kind of act sometimes because i think this is the biggest this is the biggest example of when you can be selfish against yourself because Mm -hmm. if you're complacent there's no there's no going forward it's just being satisfied with your stagnant kind of position and that doesn't really help anybody that doesn't give anything to the world um and i guess that would be selfishness not not just for yourself at that point but for others because you're kind of robbing the world of your own you know potential maybe oh or something like that Ooh, damn yeah. yeah but like dude um i agree like if you let's say you fall into the trap of complacency and you are okay you're just satisfied that is and you don't want to push yourself to do anything further um you know of course that is selfish because like you said you're not allowing yourself to be more exploratory is that the right to explore more i guess exploratory i i don't know um but yeah complacency definitely is part of that that line between self-care and selfishness the line let's talk about the line for a bit here um for you what do you think have you ever caught yourself uh going in the in-between line have you ever caught yourself going like maybe this is selfish what i'm doing but it's self-care at the same time have you ever caught yourself doing that yeah you know it's it's weird because yeah like at the beginning of the episode i thought that you couldn't really be selfish against yourself but it's totally it's part of who i am to feel that way when i'm doing something relaxing which is kind of sad like honestly it's the worst when you feel like when you're watching netflix or when you're just chilling on the couch that you should be doing something like i i think self-care is trying to get rid of that as much as you can because rest should be rest it shouldn't have to have this nagging feeling right and yeah and that's like what i've kind of discovered is that um at times you have to allow yourself to be relaxed and be comfortable and at other times you have to kind of be happy that you're doing stuff okay this is an interesting question would you say that relax being relaxed would that fall under self-care just like simply just being relaxed you know just chilling out do you think that's self-care uh yes yeah i think so yeah Mm -hmm. i i mean it self-care looks different for everyone i just want to ask that question like in your sense like in your world would that be fall under self-care? Like for me, that would too, you know, if like yesterday, actually, this is a great example. Yesterday, um, I just felt drained. Like this whole, this whole week we've been studying, we've been doing, uh, there was a stats project I had to do. Um, and yesterday, for some reason, I didn't wake up to this, but I just woke up. Uh, we went about our day. We you know, we're just talking. We played a bit of video games, but like two, two or three hours after I woke up, and everyone too felt this, we just all wanted to go to our rooms and just stay there. And no one no one left the room for about six hours that day. We didn't see each other, we didn't talk, but it was like that that kind of recharge. Um, it was the first it was the first day since coming back to Edmonton since that, that ever happened. And that recharge, that day for just yourself was like it helped so much. I didn't realize how much it 
like how much it helped because afterwards we were like yo that was kind of lit like i got to take a nap which like jordan jordan has a hard time sleeping so he got to take a nap got to relax nate was doing his own thing i got to just sit down watch some tv and just have nothing in mind like totally blank and um in a way it was like meditative because again everything was totally blank um but yeah that's like for me that's my most recent example of self-care um and before that i can't really think of anything similar to that so yeah i think relaxing is part of self-care yeah i think that's like the perfect example of it just to really really have that dialed in and and i'll add on the fact that you guys all agreed to it beforehand like it wasn't it wasn't that somebody was leaving because you know they had to take time for themselves and nobody was everybody was like why why yeah i think that happens and I, i feel like that's bad but yeah everybody agreed and it was just like a really dope thing where everybody just went on do their own thing for a little bit relax recharge that's like i think that's the ideal like that's that's beautiful um i to be i need to reiterate that actually um what was even better about that is that there was no words exchanged about like relaxing. It was just we were playing and we were like, all right, I'm hopping off. And that was it. Like we didn't see each other <laughs> for the next six hours. No one said anything. That's and awesome. then we, we all walked out of our rooms. Um, Nate walked into my room. He's like, hey, let's go bother Jordan. I'm like, yeah, it's been about it's been around six, seven hours. So we walked into his, his room. He just woke up and um yeah, it was just there was nothing there was nothing really to it. It it just happened naturally. And I think Mastery. that's <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. But yeah, I don't know. It was it was perfect. We were all in sync there. I don't know. I just I just wanted to bring it up, I guess. But that being said, Francis, why don't we take a quick break? Let the sponsors say what they have to say. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll yes. be back right after this. All right, and we are back. So uh, during the break, we were talking about how to deal with this episode. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I, think, I think it's worth mentioning that today is actually Valentine's Day when we're recording this. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of underlying feelings towards Valentine's Day for many people. If you don't have a, if you don't have a significant other, what do you make of it? Like it's, 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 a, day of, it's a day of love and it's a day of uh, coupleship and when you don't have one, what do you do? Like, I don't have one. And today Same. I realized, yeah, today I realized, like, it should be a day of self-care. And that's what this podcast episode is about. There's a lot of, there's a lot of pressure um, at, at a given point in your life to find somebody. Like, I think something always, something always, like, goes into my head when I think about this in terms of getting out there and going and finding somebody uh, who you want to really spend the rest of your life with is is like this this scene in New Girl where okay <laughs> where it was it was Jess and she was on her bed and then and then I think it was at the very beginning of an episode where she's just like sitting there eyes closed at, like I don't know what she was doing she's probably meditating or, or something but she opens her eyes and she's like okay I'm ready and oh yeah i think it's after yeah i think it's after a breakup or something and then she and then after that she was ready and by ready she means she's ready to go out and you know talk to people meet new people and i think that really really shows what this time should be about not 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 the fact that you have somebody uh, even though of course like like actually that's like i don't know 90 percent of 
what Valentine's Day is about if you have somebody already. But like for for those people who don't have anybody, that's what they should be focusing on. Maybe like that that you know that that switch that turns off or turns on and and allows you to go out and really meet people and like have that uh, you know I'm ready you know that kind of yeah. Thing. Yeah. I don't know. I I uh, I agree with, with that. If you can find the courage, or if you just can find that within you that says I'm ready, then I mean, by all means, I like, go for it. But um, <laughs> I'm gonna disagree with you. I don't think Valentine's Day is about that. I think, like you said, <laughs> ninety ninety percent of it. For those who are like in a relationship, obviously Valentine's Day is about that relationship. But let's say you're not in a relationship, just like Francis and I. You know, I didn't really think too much about Valentine's Day. Just just because there was no pressure for me, I guess. But for those who do feel the pressure, definitely, like, dude, take that day of self-care. Like, there's no pressure. There's no actual pressure to go out and see anyone. Um, but, yeah, that's that's where I stand on Valentine's Day. Um, but when we upload this, <laughs> it's going to be Valentine's yeah. Day is going to be over, right? But That's going to um, be weird. Oh, that, that <laughs> makes sense why I should not have brought it up. Okay. <laughs> Well, no, but we're, we're, case, while we were recording this, it just made sense to bring it up. Yeah. Um, but okay. when we made that self self esteem episode, we definitely should have brought it up. But like we would, like we didn't think about it. It was two weeks ahead. We're two weeks ahead of the schedule during that time. Yeah. So we didn't really think too much about it. Wow. But anyways, anyways, um, where where is the line? Uh, I think I'll answer this first because I'm pretty like I have a strong feeling about this. The line for me between self-care and selfishness is fear when i i obviously you can you can take a step back and not do something because of fear but there's an argument there where if you do it like that it becomes selfish um without going too much into it right now francis do you agree or disagree i think fear is like a big motivator i think we talked about this before um and it causes us to do a bunch of things like survive kicks us in the pants when we really think <laughs> that we need to be somewhere in life and that right. might be a good thing you know i don't know uh but when it comes to self-care and being uh so fearful of something that it causes you to go in that state like from what i just said i feel like it's it's not something that really happens so i'm not sure because because you know, you, you when you fear something, you want to do something active. You really want to change something in the environment to make yourself get in a more comfortable or a, an okay position. The reason why I said fear is you can, again, you can do self-care because you're afraid of something. Um, but there's got to be a point where it doesn't, you can't just go back to self-care again. Because like what we said, selfishness can it can be, of course, selfishness against you and someone else or a group of people, but it can also be against you and yourself. So when you don't do something because of fear and you go back and say, I need to do some self-care because of that, I was afraid to do that thing or of that fear, you're being selfish to your future self. And that's that for me is the line that fear and um obviously there's other things but i think the number one thing from what i understand is fear 
if if you don't really agree with that what do you think the line is i was thinking that there's like another dimension to this altogether because i think fear sure um the way you've defined it is like when you're scared of what's going to happen but how i define it is a fear of not progressing i think when you fear not progressing there's like a there's like a kick in the pants puts you into an active state that's always trying to make you like do something and you know like you know change change your environment so that you're you're put in a better position and that requires like that's not that's not like self-care at all that's more that's more like exerting yourself more than it is self-care but yeah i think that's where the whole the whole thing lies with with me and this this topic of fear when it comes to how you view it as a way to slow down because something is in front of you that is not what you want yeah i think i think that could be very selfish is mm-hmm. that what you, wait is it, yeah i think i think yeah in a way that could be kind of selfish because um yeah f- yeah i don't know i don't know what's going on <laughs> like yeah so i think the best way of explaining why i said fear um is this personal story now oh my god Again, my parents are listening to this, so I know they'll know about this now. Please don't bring this up. Uh, so there's this there's this girl, okay, and we like we're, we're ki- we were kind of a thing. And at, by the end of it, basically, okay, the whole context of it is that we've been talking for a while, and when I finally came back to Edmonton, we decided to hang out, and um, yeah. So the end of the story is she felt that it was right for her to stop this thing because she was afraid of what what it could lead to um there's more story there's more history behind that explanation but without like exposing anything um she just was just afraid of the potential of like a future potential that she can see and i see a different potential that she doesn't see but she's afraid of the potential that she sees so that's why she was like okay I think we need to stop this. Like, I think I need to just not do this at all. So that's why for me, fear in this situation is one of the biggest things for self-care and selfishness. See, she chalked it off. She chalked that fear of going to that potential as and stopping it there as self-care. Whereas for me, I think that fear played into her self-care, but it turned it into a selfish, selfish move. Now, France, I want you to speak your mind totally. Like, I, I want you. I want your honest opinion on this. Do you think I am right or wrong about this? Honest opinion. Wrong. Okay. I'm gonna say wrong, and I'm I'm gonna say it because uh, of a of a thing that I read, which was that uh, different people have different situations in their lives, and that once you factor these things in and allow them to allow them to you know penetrate your view of the whole like situation. Then you'll realize that what's going on is like okay and it's not really what it's made out to be um mm-hmm. i think i think yeah when it comes to when it comes to rejection rejection is where like the whole topic was in the book uh that i read and i, I think i brought this book up before like uh emotional first aid forget the author, oh yes but you that's have. the book you have yeah um, so so then it, you know it said that once you are rejected um in your mind there's the self-esteem or the yeah i guess yeah the self-esteem that's kind of t- 
taking a hit. And in reality, some people take the hit and they don't really retaliate. But uh, there's there's ways of retaliating that make sense, and there's ways that that are that are self-deprecating, where you just let it happen. And that's not even really retaliating. That's kind of just saying that okay, yeah, it's me. Uh, you know, it's my fault. But I know that you didn't mm-hmm. do that, so so that's good. But like, <laughs> but I'm <laughs> but I'm saying like, once you view it from their perspective, once you say that okay, it's really when when people say you know it's not you, it's me. Really, just take that into consideration because it's not you; it really is them sometimes, and that sometimes things just by the craziness of the situation, um, or just yeah, the situation in general. From their end, this could have never happened, and maybe that's something that you can like consider or yeah, internalize. I don't know. Okay, I I might be totally misunderstanding this, but me personally, I've looked at I've looked at this from all angles. I've looked at it from her angle. Um, and my, well, I mean, there's two angles <laughs> from her angle and my angle. <laughs> yeah. And like, even still, there's never been, I've been in, oh my God, I'm just exposing myself, but I've been in like a few, like a handful of relationships, I guess you could say. And there was, there's never, there was never been a time where I was like, actually like totally upset I guess, or I don't know. That's, that sounds so bad. But where I was mad at myself, I guess you could say. Um, but in this situation, like this most recent girl, it was, I feel like I was mad at myself for falling for it again. Oh my, yeah, again, I guess. But still, like from the angle I was looking at, from her angle, from her perspective, I still see it as a fear thing. Like I still see it as a selfish thing because she she doesn't want to go down she she sees that potential and she's afraid of that potential so that's why i mean obviously we disagree on this but for me at least that's why i think that move um was selfish but again we disagree so like we don't i mean who's to really say here yeah i mean yeah it makes sense yeah that it is it can be viewed that way like it's a selfish thing but at the end of the day i think it's on the it's on the it's on the part of both parties to decide whether or not to go on to go into a relationship. And the criteria of going into a relationship is that both parties agree. And for whatever reason, if somebody doesn't, then it mm-hmm. it, it can't go down, right? I, yeah, of course. Yeah. So, I mean, that's totally true. I we've talked. I mean, I guess you weren't in that episode, but I've talked about this in the standards of dating episode. And like, if you're not if you can't be 100% yourself in a relationship, then it's not going to be a good relationship. Like you'd have to be 100% you um, in order to like make a good, unique, different, special relationship. So in that sense, I guess like there is a point there that what she done was self-care, but from like what she told me, just that what that didn't sound like the main, the main cause of this. You know, the main cause was that the fear of that potential. Okay, but that all aside, you brought up this really good point of, you know, there has to be mutual understanding or like something mutual there in order for something to happen, right? So we brought up this idea of communication of the situation. Yeah, when it comes to 
understanding that somebody needs self-care so that uh so that everybody is like on board with it <laughs> because you know imagine if somebody uh was part of a company he had a really really you know huge role and he just like left because he he didn't he, he felt like he needed self-care at that point and it could have been could have been completely uh justified but the fact that he left without telling anybody could could have made it like really really sucky for everybody involved in the work that he was doing right so then um i think communication in that sense is really important so that uh it doesn't turn into a situation of selfishness because that's what i believe the selfishness comes down to is really not not allowing other people to or or just when you do self-care make sure that you're not doing it and doing it to the detriment of others when you do it to the detriment of others that's when it becomes selfish i feel like you could just do it and you know be fine with you know just chilling out and really relaxing because that's just you you're just doing you chilling that's self-care i think Mm -hmm. but when Mm -hmm. it's like when you got like responsibilities and you're just chilling and people are suffering because you're not taking care of something um that's selfishness obviously so oh for sure for sure take care of your stuff or at least communicate it to other people so they can understand your situation maybe take take it on because you know human beings need other people and in a world in the world that we live in i feel like people are understanding enough to take on responsibilities when people are in need i feel like that's really what we should be focusing on now when it comes to like the professional world school family um really having an understanding of what people are going through and uh, taking time out of your day to make sure that everything is okay yeah just allowing that buffer so that people aren't always just feeling like they have to be in this constant environment of stress and shit yeah it sounds like what you said it sounds familiar with complacent so we said this earlier and the the line between selfishness and self-care there's there's a lot of things in that line it can be can be fear what i said can be complacent it, it can be that um like what did you say when it it does a detriment to other people or maybe your future self those are all that's the line once you hit that line and you cross it over um that's when it becomes selfish so obviously there's a lot of things that it within that line that you can cross and communication is definitely one of them when there's no communication in the situation then it can it it is pretty selfish and not only communication with others now this other thing is important too i think let's we should go over this for a second here communication with others as in like you tell other people listen i need to i need to do the self-care now i need to like back away from this situation for a bit just so I can, you know, regather myself. Um, or maybe you're in a relationship and you're like, hey, listen, I think something's happening. I think we needed to just take a week off from away from each other. That that communication is good, but you also have to accept communication from, from the other side. Um, but Francis, do you think that communication from the other side is just as important as the communication to the other side uh yeah 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 i I believe that is 
very important like when you when you say that you need help um for somebody to not respond is kind of an asshole move i think i don't know like to, just to me like if if i was to say to somebody oh dude i dude i really need time off or please <laughs> let let me go let me go for a second and then uh for them not to respond um immediately what i think is that you don't really care about my well-being right that's not that's not cool so yeah i think yeah you definitely need it from both sides no i, I mean like um meant, like okay, yeah. communication like when they communicate to you that then there's like maybe hey listen maybe maybe you don't really need to do that right now maybe if you just stay here with me let me help you do whatever you have to do um like I think that's just as important as saying, hey, listen, I need some self-care. I think listening to what the other person has to say is just as important because maybe they could be, they could possibly be right. Like they can say something that'd be like, and you're just going to say, maybe you're right. Maybe I do need to just like sit this, sit, sit down with you and, or whatever, whatever the situation is. Um, I think listening to the words of other people is just as important as those words that you have to say to them that's that's what i mean right yeah then then i think we should you know talk about the the responsibilities of of everybody involved when when we're talking about i think this is supposed to be the next one i don't care but no it, it's like, I'm true gonna, though. like 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 when it comes to communication this 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 ties in perfectly with what we were talking about last week which was finding your voice and how ultimately it comes down to the love that you encapsulate or convey in what you have to say to people and to yourself. Um, if you come from a place of love, it brings life to the situation, takes away the fact that there's possibly, you know, no hope. And communication can come about in different ways, even not even saying something, not even saying something at all could be uh, a strong form of communication. So sure. in in that sense, is there a kind of, is there a possibility for there to be loving communication by not saying anything at all? Like those are kinds of the questions that I'm, uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to. Can there be, can, wait, so there, can there be communication without any words of yes. love and hope, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, this is really, yeah, this is really trying to hit the nail on the head of your situation, which is what I'm trying to come up with. Sure, do it. Like, it's the the idea of when you love something, let it go. I don't know if this is what, like, an idea that you considered maybe, or if it was kind of, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, like, if it was something you considered, but, like, I think when space is given, that is when you give somebody the time to develop their own motivations for things when you're there i think for some people it's difficult to get their own motivation um you know for whatever for for whatever they're they're wrestling with in their lives like love um uh school i don't know relationships uh careers all of those things and i think once you give them space to motivate themselves in those arenas it's better for them i i agree with that and this is not to say that i love this girl because i'm pretty sure like it takes more than that to love somebody but 
Um, definitely. Like if I didn't have, if I didn't actually care for this person, I wouldn't have let her go. You know, if, if you gen, if you genuinely care about someone and they're like, listen, I just, I need to take a step back. Then, I mean, like give them, give them whatever you have to try to keep them. But ultimately, if that's not what they want, you just, you have to let them go. And of course, like that's of course what I did. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if I was really given any choice, but like it was the move I was going to make anyways. And um, yeah, that communication without words really being said, that is a great example of if you love something, let it go. I was thinking about this like during during meditation too, like, oh man, if you love yourself, stop kind of... Uh, reminiscing or like i don't know like attaching to the thoughts that you have damn damn like that's what i was thinking during today like i was i I was i was drinking hella coffee today because i had uh (laughs) i I had things to do uh still assignments to do even though like reading break has already begun but uh anyways yeah i had to get energized and throughout throughout my throughout my buzz there's just so many thoughts that came into my head and I'm like, oh fuck, like I don't I don't want <laughs> I don't want to deal with these things right now because I have to focus mm-hmm. on this thing. Right. How do I give myself that? How do I give myself the focus? And it's just to there's there's things that you need to relax about and detach. Detach. Like you you can do it. Relax a little, you know, like allow yourself to to be focused on the on the important stuff and sometimes sometimes i'll say this like sometimes the important stuff is nothing at all because sometimes we just need that and i think that's yeah i think that's yeah that's that's beautiful Francis. Mm -hmm. i love that thank you sometimes the important things are nothing at all which is the simplest answers that's that's another episode but (laughs) yes i agree future Um, plug (laughs) <laughs> why don't why don't we take a quick break let the sponsors say what they, what they have to say what do you think yes all right we'll be back right after this and we are back so act three now we talk about this every episode if it's your first time listening to this podcast act three we usually have questions that we ask each other and we encourage you guys to think about these questions too especially after you know we have listened to the first two acts of the episode you've got it up you've gotten you've heard of our opinions and ideas um so when we ask these questions we encourage you to think too with all the stuff from your experiences and from everything that we said too but real quick i think it's important to talk about how respect ties into this now self-care i think it's really important like, like obviously we are, we're making a whole episode about it, but yes, yeah, self-care is super, super important, but there's that line of self-care and selfishness. One thing that you can realize is if you do this thing, if you do, if you take a time to practice self-care, where is the respect? Like, is the respect for you? That's where, that's where that you can really see a line there. What's important about self-care is where the respect lies. So if you do it, it's got to be a really a real thing because if you don't do it be- for the right reasons you're not respecting yourself you're not really respecting what you really want for yourself so think of it like that if you if you step back from a situation and you're really thinking is this really what i what i want is this like respectful to me to my future self and if the answer is no then the answer then you're doing something f- because of self selfishness 
But if the answer is yes, then it's self-care. This kind of answers a question later, but Francis, what do you think about that? I, I kind of agree in the sense that I've, I feel like that's the reason that I, I feel bad during like watching, watching videos sometimes when I should be working. I think in a sense, like a little bit of a robbery. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like when I'm doing something and I'm just on it and I'm really, really uh, dedicating my efforts to it and just spending the time and like grinding down by the end of it, I always feel good. And for some reason, the work in that sense is a, is a sense self care, which is weird. But when I'm just relaxing, maybe it's just that for me, that's not kind of what relaxing should be should be because I know that it's different for everybody and maybe I haven't found my kind of way of doing it yet. I feel like respect is forged and it's takes effort to kind of build up and that when you have respect for yourself, when you're doing self care, that's because you've earned it. Yes, dude. Yeah, I'll leave that's it at it. that. I'll leave it at that. That's it though. And I think that's, that's the answer. It's right. Yeah. Okay. Now let's go into the questions. Francis, the first question what is your go-to self-care move, and why is that your go-to? Woo! Uh, let's see. I don't know. <laughs> like I said, I I have uh, very little, <laughs> very little kind of brain juju going on when it comes to self-care that makes me feel like that makes me feel like the self-care is actually deserved. Which is which mm. probably isn't a good thing, but uh, so I don't know. Like when I when I when I take part in self care, I think the criteria for it being a good sort of self care is that I feel like good afterwards. I think meditation. Like I meditate every day in the morning, Same. and afterwards it just feels good. So I think that's self care for me. Uh, I know it'll make me feel great afterwards, and then I do the things that I have to do. You know, after after I do my work or if, if I play games throughout the day, you know, it's it's like a 50-50. You don't know if you're going to feel good after you do, you do work or play games or or not. Just, that, <laughs> that's just, not that's just for me. <laughs> yeah, that's just for me. Like, I don't know. It's weird. But um, I know that I know for a fact that every day I'm spending time improving in meditation, like just improving my mind a little bit every day. And that makes me feel good. So I think that's my form of self-care. Yeah, so for me, uh, like you, I do meditation every day. Usually, when I was back, when I lived back home, I did it during the day. But now that I'm back in Edmonton, I mean, the guys are always, like, they're always walking in and out of my room (laughs) or whatever. So, like, the best time for me to do meditation is either if I wake up early enough or, like, right before I go to sleep. Um, That and one major thing is that... That example that I had earlier where all the guys, we all just went to our room and just, we didn't leave. Like we all just stayed there. Um, for me, that's that's like the perfect self-care kind of routine. Like just take one full day to yourself. And I've said this before, um, like if there's ever a heartbreak, I'm not going to, Jesus Christ, I know what, fuck, I, I have to just expose myself. But there's there's one, there has been one kind of end of a relationship for me that would, that actually took somewhat of like a toll. And it was like a three-day process. It was, I knew that one day of self-care wasn't going to be enough. I knew that it had to be a three-day thing. 
And by the end of those three days, man, it was like the whole world, it went back to normal, basically. Like I saw everything clearer. Um, so yeah, it's for me, like if I'm going to practice self-care, it's going to be a day long thing if I really want to get into it. Because meditation, like it definitely, definitely helps. But when you can take a whole day off and or even like three days off or just even one whole day, it does wonders. It really does. Like it completely recharges me. And yeah, I don't know. Go to is meditation, but like in a much more real sense, like one whole day, just yeah, nothing in mind. Um, so next next question: Is it ever warranted to cross the line? Now this is a difficult question. <laughs> oh man, Francis, what do you think? No, hell no. Like if you <laughs> if you're gonna, I I don't think it's a very difficult question. I think like if you are going to mess with somebody by doing your own thing then please don't do that thing <laughs> that's uh that's what i have to say Try okay. to ch- change my mind change my mind i don't know for me it was an easy thing but like you right. said you said that the, this was going to be weird like that there was something that we could yeah yeah for me i'd say is it ever warranted my answer is yes Originally, my answer was yes. And throughout this episode, it was coming into this episode again. I was like, maybe it's not like maybe it's not warranted at all. But the more and more we talk about it, the more and more I go back to my original answer. And I think I think there is it is warranted sometimes, maybe like once in a blue, maybe not even a blue moon, like once, once a year or whatever it is, um, you you can cross that line. But it has to be something that's just that totally is out of there like it's something that you could not have predicted um Hmm. then i think it's then it's okay to cross the line and just be selfish about it like this isn't to say that i'm changing my answer but i think that obviously if there's no well actually yeah yeah, like if if there's no way to know that you were going to hurt somebody by doing the things that you did of course it's it's fine like like nobody can account for ignorance so it's like whatever you know but but if you if you know that you're going to hurt somebody yeah that's not fair yeah that's not fair but can you do it like once a year though i don't think it's fair that in that sense if you know what you're doing is going to affect someone in a negative way then like it's not warranted i mean people will still do it but it's not warranted there's just, I just feel like there is a situation out there that allows you, that should make you think that you should be able to cross the line. And there, I remember when we brainstormed this, the reason, one of the reasons why I think it is warranted at some point in your life to cross the line is because if there isn't, if, there, if it's never warranted, then the world is more black and white than the way than we originally thought. Oh, yeah. If it is warranted, then... The world's a little grayer now. Like there's that that line is a little iffy. That's why I think it is warranted. I think there's gonna be a, some situation out there that allows you to say that this isn't self care. Like I think this is a selfish move, but I just I have to do this. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about that? A little bit that? gray area. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, because yeah, the world is gray in a lot of ways. Yeah, you have to allow for it. I like that. I like that a lot actually. Yeah. I agree. So. So this question isn't really about self-care and selfishness, but I just heard you say it. Would do, would you say the world is more on the black and white side or the gray side now? 
compared to maybe, uh, okay, maybe don't compare it to anything, but like mm. the way you see it now, the way you experience the world now, would you say it's more black and white or more gray? Yeah, I think just the way that my mind works makes the world a gray kind of world. Like, I don't believe that everything has an answer. I think there's always more that you can say about it, but you can obviously, or not obviously, but you can definitely approach uh, black and white as close as possible. And for some for some applications, these approaches uh, are pretty good and they will do you well most of the time. Like in engineering, obviously, this is where I'm taking my inspiration from. There's a lot of um, mechanistic models for things. Like I learned this in one of my courses. My professor would be proud for me bringing this up, but there's <laughs> there's like mechanistic models out there that um, are indicative of what really happens in physics and, and like, you know, chemistry. And these go off of like the actual things that happen in the world. And there's empirical models that are off of data, which uh, which allows you to use an equation which fits fits like years and years of data. You can look at the world as black and white, which is the mechanistic models, but they only those things only get you so far because they can't be applied to the super complicated life that we live. Mm. Then again, you can use the empirical models, which are easy to come up with because you have the data, but how truthful they are really is limited by the data that you get. I don't know, I guess this is just a long-winded way of saying that uh, <laughs> life is gray. You can approach the black and white with lots of experience, or you could use the black and white, but you're not going to really, it's not really going to be there, that useful. And there's that duality, I guess, that you have to consider. Because if you know a lot, but but it's like it's like if you're if you're book smart, if you're book smart, then you're not gonna survive on the streets. If you're street smart, you'll survive on the streets, but you won't know like the nitty gritty. So originally, I wanted to say black and white. Just that's just like what I first came to. But then you use this empirical versus mechanic. What mecha- What I don't remember. Uh, mechanistic. Mechanistic um, example. <laughs> And and on top of that, you said complicated. Now those those two things combined really changed my mind. And it's it's perfect that you said complicated because if you think of your own life, it's so complicated. Now imagine seven point what four billion people's lives are just as complicated as yours. Yeah. It makes the world more gray than you really think it is. And on top of that, the world we live in right now is so polarized. It's just, it only makes, one thing can be true to someone else, and another thing, that same thing can be false to another group of people. Mm-hmm. It, that whole gray is right there. And um, in, on top of that, another thing, we, I don't know how you, I don't know if you believe this, I believe this, but the truths, the truths that we are living right now are based off of subjective truths. Like, we're not living on anything that's objectively true anymore. I mean, that sounds controversial and a, a quite unpopular opinion, but... Um, yeah, I think in certain arenas, definitely. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, you could say that math is pretty good. Oh, no, no, but, like, all all that's, all those stuff are pretty, like, that's... Those okay. are objective. But, I mean, like, the yeah. society and the, the stuff that we, like, have in front of our subjective truths. Like, for example... Yeah. Um, do you really need unlimited texting? Do you really need unlimited calls? 
like those are those are what the world is calling like this is what you need that's a truth oh um but those are subjective truths you know what i mean or like oh my god i can't believe i'm saying this but like the amount of genders there are some people will say mm. that there's only two genders right that's mm. that's a subjective or objective truth to them and other people will say there's 50 something genders and that's their subjective or objective um truth so you see like that's why the world is so gray now is because even those even a thing as simple as genders no one not everyone can 100% agree on one thing the cool thing to think about when it comes to all this though is that they're all ideas like it's crazy because because yeah i think at the at the very base of this like we all came up with this stuff and like you said like you could we could all agree that math is pretty pretty objective but yeah. <laughs> at the very at the very highest levels of math and i think when it was being conceived to begin with there was a level of abstraction that was definitely there that people would have argued at the time was very subjective for sure you know counting for sure what like two is not after the, one what are you talking about yeah exactly imagine the cavemen <laughs> who thought of this shit like you know these are two rocks they're like what the hell are you talking about two there's a two <laughs> like i don't know it's i think yeah definitely it's it's a gray area but i think you can approach black and white um but it comes down to how it's defined how these things are are defined for people and since these are all like since these are all like imaginary ideas when it comes down to it it's just about what stories went out and what what is the most important i, I thought i thought i was gonna do something with stories but um let's sorry, go ahead. let's <laughs> bring this all back to self-care and selfishness so what i guess what i'm trying to say here is um because the world is so gray is it ever warranted to cross the line because the world is so gray because 7.4 billion people are just as complicated as you i think there is there's there's a time out there that is warranted for you to cross the line now don't like sit too heavily on that because like you won't even you won't know when it's actually happening you won't really realize when it's warranted but there's there's going to be a part of you that says i just have to do it this way or else it doesn't work yeah right? so yeah i agree with you there yeah it's warranted at times yeah for sure all right all right all right so we talked about a lot of things today in this episode of late night chill vibes today we talked about what is self-care and selfishness like the, the self-care and selfishness those are our big our big uh words today um to begin with we talked about what self-care even was for us uh you know we defined it as like something that you need to undergo oh i think Vincent you had another way of saying it but this is how i said it like um that that it was something that allowed you to re-enter a kind of hectic life because you underwent it or put yourself through it self-care um did you have another way of defining it mm, not that i can i like all i can think of is that situation when you have to step back from a situation to allow yourself to do self-care because of that want to re-enter the situation that want is pretty important i think wow. especially doing self-care yeah yeah okay so then there you go that is like our definition of what self-care is we talked about what is the line between self-care and selfishness like where do you where do you cross um you brought up some stories we talked about 
Vincent's uh, situation. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Vinny's parents. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah it's okay. It's okay, mom and dad. It's over. I'm on to other. <laughs> I'm on to other people. It's all right. Awesome. <laughs> I don't think that okay. helps, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. After that, what did we do? We talked about communication and how it plays a part in all of this. Uh, whether or not it's warranted to undertake self-care, even though you might help hurt somebody and then we asked that question is it ever warranted to cross and we brought up the idea of a gray area a gray world that doesn't really have a right or wrong answer sometimes and that we all just think of things and allow it to be part of part of our society and who we are and maybe those things aren't always right maybe there maybe there's definitely a gray area there and so when we think about that is it ever warranted to cross of course it is because the world is gray and i think that's where we left that and you can definitely think about this on your own you encourage it and yes that was the episode all right guys uh we have i haven't done this before but i want to do it now we have social media um instagram and tiktok and if you guys really want to email us and feel like you guys have some ideas to share and want to be part of the podcast possibly all of our information is in the description of this episode so please do go check it out please share your ideas um we encourage all of it and we appreciate you guys listening and vibing with us on late night chill vibes i'm your host vincent and i've been francis and we'll see you guys all next week thank you so much for listening we love you all we love you all